this is the miracle of Jesus causing a storm to cease. Uh, when he causes the storm to cease, there's two different instances when Jesus stops the storm in the scriptures. Um, but this is the time um, when, when uh, not, not the time when he was uh, walking on the water in Mark, Matthew 14. This causing the storm to cease is, caught, is, is seen in, in my... Let me back up here. This miracle is seen in three different texts. Matthew chapter 8, Mark chapter 4, and Luke chapter 8. Uh, this was the first miracle of the stopping of the storm. Uh, it ended on a, uh, what you would say a very busy day for Jesus. In Matthew chapter 13, uh, Jesus was just, uh, was just got done teaching a bunch of parables in Matthew chapter 16. So he had spent a lot of his time teaching. And then if we, if we uh, see the harmony of the Gospels in Mark chapter 3, uh, Jesus was, uh, was being tested uh, by those he was accused of being demon-possessed in Mark chapter 3 and verse 22. And then he was sought by his friends to uh, basically to take him away because they thought he was losing his mind. And so here it is, this storm, if you will, that arose in Jesus' life, came after he was teaching and came after he was being tested. But Christ, in his weariness, in his busy schedule, in his busyness of teaching and being tested, he still was unselfish in his act when he went to... Uh, on, to to, st- to calm the storm, Jesus was unselfish in that act. It, many times that when we've been tested and we've been through the fire, if you will, uh, we're, not, we're not willing to help much of anybody. Uh, but Jesus, he saw a need and he immediately filled the need of these disciples that were out on the boat. So what we're going to do is we're going to read Luke chapter 8 and verse number 22 through verse number 25. Um, Luke chapter 8 and verse 22, we'll read there first. Now it came to pass on the certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake, and they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and, and there came, a, came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water, and were in jeopardy. They're about to die. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there came, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water to obey, uh, and and they obey him. All right, so take your Bible, and let's read in Mark chapter number 4. Mark chapter 4 and verse number 35. Mark chapter 4 and then verse number 35. The Bible says, And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. 
And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there, was, uh, uh, there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. So let's talk, if you will, tonight about them setting a sail, if you will, uh, them making a way across the, the, the lake there. In, Act, in Luke chapter number 8, in verse number 22, Jesus makes a statement. He said, let us go to the other side of the lake. This command, if you will, uh, if you really look at this command, it's not really a, hey, get the boat and go next door. That's not what he said to him. He said, let us, you know, get in that boat and, and go across to the other side. So it wasn't like a, a strong command. It was more or less just a, a let's, let's go across the other side of the lake. So as they made their way across the lake, I want you to think about this for just a moment. As Jesus, as Jesus made this statement to his disciples, he said, Get, let, let's go to the other side. You realize what Jesus was doing? Jesus was sending them into a storm. It was on purpose. He on purpose sent them into a storm. Now, could he have avoided the storm? The Bible teaches us that God knows all and he's able to, he has the foreknowledge. And don't mistake that for the idea that, that, uh, that we still don't have free will, uh, that everybody chooses whether they go to heaven or not. Christ gives us the free will. The Bible says that God's not willing that any should perish, but that all men should come into repentance. Uh, we're not Calvinists. We don't believe that only a certain few are getting into heaven. Uh, Jesus knew that the storm was coming. Jesus knew when he told his disciples, let us get in the boat and go to the other side. He knew the storm was coming. Just like for you, there's never been a moment that he didn't know where you was. There's never been a time in your life that he didn't, he didn't know what was happening. Uh, there's been times in my life when I felt like I was in the middle of a storm, when I felt like I was in the middle of a trial, when I felt like I was in the middle of a heartache. But guess what? There's never been a time he didn't know I wasn't going to go through that. He knew it. He knew his disciples were getting on that boat and they were going to set sail and they were sailing right into a storm. Right into a storm. Makes you wonder why. Doesn't it make you wonder why sometimes what Christ knows where we're at? Christ knows what we're doing. Christ knows uh, what's going on in our life. And he, still, and he still tells us to set sail. Hey, do what I ask you to do. And he knows that there's a storm. He knows there's heartache. He knows there's failure. He knows what's in front of us. But he still allows us to set sail. Many of us, if we uh, truly, if we know a hurricane is out in the Gulf, what do we do? We watch the news, right? right. Tell us to run or not, right? right. 
Are we running or are we staying? That's what we want to know. If you know a storm is brewing, you're going to pay attention to what's going on. Now, for the most part, I would say that these men were experienced fishermen. They were, they were men who, who sailed boats. These were men that they weren't, it wasn't talking about, these men were not novices. These men were, were experienced fishermen, so they understood the currents and they understood the waves and they understood more often than not that there was a storm of ruin because of what was going on with the water. If you've ever been out to the ocean, if you will, uh, when the hurricane is coming, guess what? The waves are a little bit taller. And it's a little bit more current pushing in. Uh, one time, I remember there was a storm out in the Gulf, and we went out. We had this bright idea to go swimming out there at the Gulf. And uh, we were smart, weren't we? And, uh, and you got out there, and the red flag is waving. I don't know what color the flag was, but the flag was waving because the waves were a little bit higher, and the current was a little bit deep. Uh, these fishermen knew... They might not have known the, to the extent of the storm, but they knew the storm was there. And the Bible says when Jesus looked at his disciples and he said, hey, let's go across the other side, what did his disciples do? They got the boat and they went to the other side. They didn't question Jesus. Well, don't you see that storm? Don't you see that storm cloud coming? Because they could see. And they could see what was in front of them, but they never questioned him. All right, let's go. But many times in our life, when we see that storm brewing and that troubled time in front of us, do we really have to face that? I don't like confrontation. If I can avoid it, I will. I run the other way. I really don't like confrontation at all. But sometimes confrontation is unavoidable. And the Lord knows that. The Lord knows that for us too. He knew His disciples needed to go through the storm to get to the other side of the lake. There are times in our life we have to go through certain things to get to the other side of the lake. I don't know why. Why did they have to go through that storm? Why did they have to experience that? I don't know. Why did I have to go through this? Why did I have to go through that? I don't know. But if he's in the storm with me, then, it's, then I'll come out to the other side of the lake like he wants me to. But we look, as we look at this, Tonight, we look at the, as they set sail, we look at the, the command, if you will, that Jesus gives. <coughs> Bible says in verse number 22 that they launched forth. They launched forth. Man, what, what obedience that they said, hey, let's go. And then look in Mark chapter 4 and verse 36. And when they had sent him away, had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. Who'd they take with them? Who'd they take with them in the boat? Jesus. Jesus. They wanted to make sure when they were going across that they were going to take Jesus with him. Even when Christ expressed to them, let's go to the other side, what did they say? Get Jesus in the boat and then we'll go. Get Jesus in the boat and then we'll go. Uh, we can learn different things from the Scripture. Jesus needs to be in our boat as we face this storm of life. Jesus needs to be the one in the center of our storm when we face things in this life. And we need to make sure that He's in the boat. Amen. And when the disciples got out to the middle of that water, the only thing that saved them was Jesus being in the boat. 
when they were in, when they set sail. We see that with this command that they launched forth and see with this command that they, that they, uh, they even put Jesus in the ship. And then in verse number 36 of Mark chapter 4, they had sent the multitudes away. They set sail for the other side, uh, even leaving people behind. God does not always give us the duties and know why, but they had to leave the other shore to get to the other side of the lake, and they just did what Christ asked them to. But they sent the multitude away. They sent the multitude away. They had to say goodbye to those on the other side. We're going to the other side. Now, Matthew chapter 8 is the other story. is is the same story, but it's told from a different perspective. In Matthew chapter 8 and verse number 23, the Bible says, And when he entered into the ship, his disciples... I'll give you a chance to get over there. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew 8, verse 23, the Bible says, And when he entered into a ship, his disciples followed who? Him. His disciples followed him onto the ship into the middle of the storm. Their devotion, if you will, was, was to Jesus. I mean, that's what they wanted to do is they wanted to follow him. Whatever, wherever he leads, I'll go. Uh, this statement <coughs> by these disciples said, okay, wherever he goes, I'm going. What is that song? I love this song. It says, trust and obey. I think that's song number 99. It says, yeah, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. Why we do his good will, he abides with us still. And with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. These disciples don't get to the other side of the shore without Jesus being in the boat and without them following him, being devoted enough to just simply follow him. They needed to follow him. But in this story, not only do we see that these, these men, they decided to listen to that command to sail, but they also brought other people with them. In verse number 36 of Mark chapter 4, I know we're looking at a couple, three different verses here, three different texts here, but Mark chapter 4 and verse number 36, the Bible says, And they took even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. So here was the one the disciples were in, the big ship, if you will, and surrounded him were the little ships as they made their way across there. These were little vessels, if you will. Uh, this, this, uh, this vessel that was given, these vessels that were carrying these people uh, as they made their way across there, all of them began to sink. All of them did. Because the Bible says in here in this text that they, they begin to fill with water. They begin to fill with water. But obedience to Christ can allow us to be an influence to those who are behind us. These disciples 
got on the boat with Jesus and set sail for the other side, and they were obedient in doing that. And so guess what followed them? Other people. Because they wanted to follow Jesus. Because our obedience causes people to follow him. If I decide myself to be disobedient, who's going to follow me? Who's going to follow you? Yeah? Absolutely, your kids are. Your family is. You're going to be disobedient, your family's going to follow you. If you're going to be obedient, your family's going to follow you. So I ask this, what, am I influencing my family to be obedient? Or am I influencing my family to be disobedient? Because when these disciples, they decided to follow Jesus, they got on the boat, and the, and the storm was coming. Thank you. I need to put those up front. Thank you, brother. I, I had been keeping a bag up there of, of cough drops, but I ran out. So that's good. Hint, hint, mom, mom. Give me some more. Do what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Lucas got them. Oh, you're probably right. But as we look at this, <clears throat> Jesus setting sail to the other side, sending them into the storm, and them knowing that the storm was coming. Jesus, knowing the storm was coming, Jesus still sent them into the storm. Because He is the master of the storm. He's the maker of it. And so when we face these things in our life, who's the one that's sending us through the storm? Who's the one that's taking us through it? We need to make sure that Jesus is in the boat. So he can go through those storms, that thing with us as we face this trial, as we face this thing in our life, as we make it through. <clears throat> Interesting to me that when they set sail, they put Jesus in the boat. And they made sure they followed him. And when they made a decision to follow him, others followed behind. Because when you go through your life, and you go through a, anything, and you mark it whatever it is, people are watching to see your obedience or to see your disobedience. My children are watching to see if I'm going to be obedient. When no one's looking, when no one's watching, they're watching. Those who fall behind us. And they don't even have to be our children. They can just be family. They can be friends. They can be co-workers. They can be fellow church folks. Well, I seen him down there the other day. It's okay if I do. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for today. Lord, I thank you.